you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? It was cool. I mean, hung out. Also had time to just kind of sit. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any like distinctive plans. I went to the zoo. Mm-hmm. How was the zoo? It's nice. I always feel conflicted though. I know. But did I like the zoo. I'm not even going to. Did she enjoy it though? She did. That's she loved good. it. That's I went with my um, cousin, my little cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I call her my niece. I was about to say, I feel More like there's our age difference. Yeah. Um, but my family went to the zoo. That was fun. And the zoo is, I haven't been to the Baltimore Zoo in a bazillion years, yeah, honestly. Um, and it has like some new attractions. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice walkable zoo. Because, you know, it's not as big as like DC. Yeah. Um, that was really it. Oh, we went to uh, we went to unsolicited views live show. Live show. So mm-hmm. congrats to them. This was their first live show. And mm-hmm. if you haven't heard the podcast, after you hear this entire episode, <laughs> you should head on over to see them. Mm-hmm. Not see them. Hear them. Yeah. And uh, their episodes. Yeah. So we did that, and I thought that was nice. I thought they did good. Mm-hmm. I think live shows. If you don't. If you're not a podcaster, as a podcaster, it's definitely very different because we're not mm-hmm. used to like sitting in front of people having an audience. So yeah. I always commend anyone who does a live show because it's not as easy as you think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know, agree. yeah. Um, my weekend was chill. Friday I went swimming and then kind of just hung out with my line sisters. Saturday I moved all my crap out of storage, so I was running around doing that, and then. Like Sinead said, we went to the Unsolicited Views live show. And then today, I guess today was my most chill day of the weekend. I had, like, I went to therapy this morning. I was going to go to the movies, but I ended up just, like, sitting in the house watching Netflix and twisting my hair, which was fine with me because I just didn't feel like doing anything else. Like, I could have still went to the movies, but I just didn't feel like it. I'll go see it another day this week. Oh, and I saw Aladdin yesterday. So, yeah, I was squeezing in a lot this weekend between everything. But... It was a good weekend overall. Not looking forward to going back to work tomorrow. Me either. Such is life. (laughs) I don't think most people are. Yeah. So what's happening in media? So. So I didn't talk about this before, but Kim has a shapewear line Mm -hmm. that she was calling kimono. Mm -hmm. And for obvious reasons, you know, that's a word that's in the Japanese culture that holds yeah. a lot of weight, a lot of history. So they felt like, frankly, who do you think you are? Right. And I was reading something where um, I guess she received enough feedback and, frankly, backlash. Right. That she's changing the name of it. Good. Um, what the heck? But I do wonder what made her think. That was going to be okay. That she didn't think she wouldn't get any sort of <laughs> backlash with that. Right. And, frankly, like. It's not even relatable to a kimono. I I, I, <laughs> right. I just wonder. I might even say she necessarily thought of it. She just probably said, "I like it." Yeah, that's wrong with it. 
Potentially, but yeah. Potentially, yeah. Her team. She has a team. Yeah. She could have done it herself, but she has a team. Right. Either or, she's renaming it, and I'm just, I just wonder what the new name will be. Well, I need them to have like my also feedback for that was like it was all skinny models and all of the pictures of the shapewear thus far. I, I like, know it was supposedly for small up to plus size women, but you didn't really see. Not plus size woman right. wearing it. Right. I think the idea of her shapewear is a good idea because it offers different shapes depending on the outfit. Right, which I So like. I feel like that actually is a good idea because sometimes mm-hmm. depending on the way your dress is cut, mm-hmm. certain shapewear won't work and right. she's providing like different shapes for different types of dress. Yeah, like so the like one with the leg with the split. Right. Like, that's a good one idea. with like off the shoulder. Yeah. Like gotta give credit where credit's due. Right. Not a bad idea to do right. like kind of those not the traditional shapewear, but like right. Pomona was a no like <laughs> right, you right. and your whole team should have known. <laughs> right. Anyway. Moving on. Um Lala, an update. She confirms that she's moving forward to get like legal separation, Lord. which makes me feel like someone's right on that yacht. Yeah, because ah, and then I saw some video. She was it was at Essence. She was like, "We don't care about these niggas." Dude. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you're hurt, girl." Do, but do you? You gotta get it. Do out. your thing. Because you even out. though we, even though ladies, let's be honest, <laughs> even though we don't care, yes, we did. <laughs> We do. That's just her, you know. She you just gotta get it out. I don't. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I do it too. <laughs> All I'm saying is like, we do care. Yeah. And that's why we're saying we don't care. <laughs> and that's okay. Right. It's a part of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to do all the little ones first before we get to just two stories that I feel like I just had a lot of things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who keep like licking ice cream and stuff like that. Yeah. Honestly. What's the generation after us? X? Z? Z. Y'all crazy. And first of all, this ain't a millennium. So I want people to be clear on who's licking ice cream. And it's generation Z. Right. It ain't a millennium. We're not doing that. That's for what I want to say yeah. first. Older people just like to group all of us together. They do, and it's like, no, no. There's a, there's another generation that are in their 20s, yeah. early 20s right now, yeah. and it's not us. <laughs> it's them. <laughs> Second of all, the whole, like, people are like, oh, it's for cloud, which I kind of agree part of it is. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing about it is, and I hate to sound like a boomer or a Generation X, because I feel very strong about mm-hmm. not doing generation bashing. But something ain't right. <laughs> okay. I this think... is the same generation who was eating Tide Pods. <laughs> I was just about to so, say. So, you I know what? This generation, because, you know, we grew up as social media came to be. So, we, like, They were know, raised on it. Right. They don't know what much of what life was without it. So, it's like everything Scary they do gaming. is for social media. Woo. Or going with these challenges and stuff like that. So, a lot of what they do is in alignment with that. I didn't know it was like a challenge. Well, because I saw the first girl. It was a challenge. Yeah, that's why other people are doing it. Oh, because it was just Lord, one girl. And, then, and that's something we felt like we wanted to do. Girl, I don't know. I just don't feel like. People crazy. Eight, and that's just 17, nasty. 18 year old me would be like, yeah, let's go to Walmart. And look, look it and put look it, it back. And put it back. Y'all just nasty. Like, what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> that's nasty. Like, what is that? Right. Oh, who parents generation Z? I mean, yes. I, 
I think could be some us, older millennials, and then Generation X. Heck, maybe even baby boomers, depending on how old the man say, is. Yeah, on the, but do better, guys. We gotta. <laughs> all I know is my kids gonna hate me because we ain't doing that. Not my house. I'm oh yeah, I, gotta, I, I think I'm gonna continue to watch Euphoria. I'm not sure. I am. We're gonna talk about that when we get to our TV segment. I am, but I am. That's that's more Generation Z. That's right. So we're gonna talk about that in two. I was shook of that part. July fourth. Yeah. That's the part we didn't. We can re- we'll TV recap coming up. But yeah, I thought that was wild. All right. Um, Little Nas X comes out, which, which I have to be honest with you, I kind of thought he was. Anyway, I thought everybody did, but I didn't. I just feel like you don't have to. I understand why people come out, right? And I understand that, but I want us to get in a space where you don't have to, right? I would uh, love us I to agree. be in a space where you don't have to. You don't yeah. have to do a. Yes, I am gay, right? Because we don't do a yes, I am straight, right? Exactly. I think. People should live with no assumptions. Yeah. When you have a relationship, a personal relationship with the person, mm-hmm. and you want to ask, so they tell you and you find out. I feel, I feel like you find out in conversation. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I would love for us to hopefully get to a space where... It doesn't. You don't have to do that. Right. I mean, obviously, if you want to, yeah, you actually absolutely have the right to. Yeah. But I just want people to get past the assumption that yeah, you're straight until otherwise right. you say. Right. And I just kind of felt like I kind of thought he was anyway. So I I don't really... And of course, he got a lot of backlash. And I'm like, in 2019, I will never understand why someone cares about what somebody else right. is doing. It does not impact you. Right. You don't have to understand to show respect. Right. He's living his life. Right. He yeah. not, I just... I'll never get that. Mm-hmm. But congrats, congratulations to him. Live your life. Live your truth. Yeah. And F the haters. <laughs> I say I like to say that. <laughs> All right. Chris Brown. Come on, Ali. He's such a a future. I want to like, he's in that category of, and I mean, this is debatable for future, but makes good music, but whoo, he got some issues. Well, (laughs) some people really like future, so. That's why I said. Right, so you're right. I feel like you're right (laughs) for what you said. So, So, in one of his song lyrics in his new album which to be completely honest is one of those like 30 track albums so like honestly I, I don't want 30 track albums anymore <laughs> like I have not listened to it at all well, I, I said I was to- going to but I I just always look at the track list and like nope I was talking about too this with I feel like he treats his albums like mixtapes now and like because there was just so many samples and not like to the point that I didn't enjoy the album but it was almost a sample every day on song. And I'm like, this is some mixtape-ish where you like singing or rapping over just other people's beats right, and right, samples right. and stuff like that. It, that's what it sounds like to me. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it just sounds like he treats his albums like mixtapes. So it's like he's recording so much that he's just like, Put it yeah, throw that together. <laughs> but he sounds going to listen to it just to just see. I did not get through the half moon on a heartbreak. I didn't, that was like 60. I didn't get yeah, through all this I think songs. I listened to that twice. This one is 30. But anyway, the yeah, song is... The lyric is only want to fuck the black bitches with nice hair. Mm-hmm. So obviously people felt like, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Long story short, we know what he mean by it. And for everyone who's being like, well, how do you define nice hair? That's you and your insecurity. Stop. 
stop pretending right. like we don't know the original or like the history of the term like good hair nice hair right we know what it means right it is what it is right um and honestly i mean you can't always judge a person by who they date but mm-hmm. he certainly i ain't never see him with <laughs> Right. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and then Tokyo Vanity came out and was saying mm-hmm. that, like, she, you know, he'd been a colorist and mm-hmm. he don't like dark skin girls in his section, da da da. And there were other women who spoke out, like, this is true. I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've seen his bodyguards, whatever. And then it comes down to this whole, like, well, that's his preference. Uh, Everyone has a preference. And uh, I just want to clarify. Because <laughs> the thing is, is like, let's give an example. A preference is like, I prefer tacos, but I can eat pizza too. Right. That's not what that is. What and, he's, what, you know what I mean? A preference doesn't mean you won't do it. It just mm. means you prefer maybe X instead of Y. But and, that doesn't mean you're against Y. Right. You'll still be down with Y. Right. And uh, preferences aren't or shouldn't be based in discriminatory reasons or prejudice or anything like that. It sh- that's not what a preference is. Like, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> So, okay, y'all. And that's not what that is. Him and other celebrities, whatever, or just people in general who speak that way. Mm -hmm. That's not a preference. That's more than that. Right. And for the people that were trying to cape for him, if they're like, well, all hair is good hair, then why he got specified good hair then? Then he wouldn't have to say that. (laughs) Right. And then two, if what he said doesn't bother you, then just leave it at that. The one thing I don't get is, if Mm -hmm. someone's offended, they have a right to be. Mm -hmm. You don't get to go back and forth and be like, no, you're wrong. No, if you don't feel like there's anything wrong with it, then keep doing you. Right. That is what I don't get. For the people who defend him and are saying that's not what he meant, then okay. And you it's going like, back do you and know forth with him? people. You, know you don't him? know him. You, don't, you, you absolutely don't we know what he meant or not. We are all our own interpretation right. of his words. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Does he been commenting? But he doesn't help the fact right. because later he's commenting. He want to do some challenge. Yeah. Girls with good frontals. Or what he'll, yeah. You know, like he doesn't help the matter. No. Um, he not. was clapping he back. He's a better publicist. Jesus. Oh, does he have one? I mean, in the in the beginning of his career, or like after his like he grew up a little bit, he his publicist was quitting left and right. Like because then he was posting pictures. Because he don't listen. Right? He was posting like a screenshot of a song you have called "Brown Skin Girl." That that doesn't mean anything. Right. He was posting a picture and looked like a dark skin girl in this section. Like mm-hmm. if you have to do that, <laughs> right. Then it already <laughs> validates people's opinion that you are colorist. Right. Right. And yeah. <laughs> like, I think sometimes, I guess it's hard. I'm not in a celebrity position. So I guess sometimes it'd be difficult just not to say what you think, maybe. Right. But I also feel like, bruh, after all these years in the game, I will hope. You and that's not just towards him. That's for any celebrity. Mm-hmm. If you've been in the industry that long, I would hope you would know how to properly articulate your opinion. At, that's at least. what I was about to say. Say what you want to say, but can you articulate it? Where one, it makes sense because mm-hmm. some of that it just didn't make sense. But even in him trying to defend himself, he's like the only ones uh, mad is the uglies. It's like like right in the even uglies. Even if you want to defend yourself, you going about it wrong. And way. I'm saying in the uglies, some of the people who are feeling offended are your fans. So mm-hmm. why be that way? Right. When you always say it's about the fans, and the fans made so successful. Mm-hmm. Why not just say, look, 
Y'all put more into it than I what I intended. It wasn't or say nothing. Sometimes I I, I gotta be honest with you. If you can't figure out how to articulate it, at get least your publicist to do it. Do it or like <laughs> marinate it for a little bit before you like say your point of view. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you said it, and the, your fans, the ones who want to support you, will support you, and the ones who don't, don't. And frankly, a lot of people been down you since you blackened Rihanna's eye anyway. Sure. I'm just saying. <laughs> People have been over him since yeah. that. Yeah. And I didn't cancel him. I definitely felt like I was disappointed that he did that. Mm-hmm. And even now, I don't find cancel. But I gotta be honest, I don't really listen to his music like that anyway. To me, his mm-hmm. music has changed in a way where it don't speak to me as it used to. And mm-hmm. maybe it's more of just I'm different and my musical tastes have changed. Mm-hmm. I think, But he just don't like exclusive is his best album to me and that was his mm. second one so I think I definitely I think don't know he's just different to a me. good amount of his music is just poppy now like and it's more catered towards that audience I feel like it's hip hoppy not that pop too. I feel like he's like a rapper I'm like are you a rapper I, I or what I really feel like it's split it's like some songs sound just like yeah 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 okay and then some songs sound like he wanted to be Drake like, That's what I'm saying. like for me, I feel like he's wrong. more it's good music, but it's I just, just I guess I miss I like R and B Chris Brown. Mm. I don't feel like he's what I consider R and B. Right. Put it that way. It's yeah. all subjective. Everyone's yeah. their opinion. But I will the listen to the good, album. But he's just problematic, and that's where it makes it difficult because it's like. Can I separate the artist from the art? And sometimes you can, and sometimes you can. It right. kind of just depends. Yeah, but. Lord. Okay. <laughs> Last story. The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. So, Halle Bailey is cast as Ariel. Yes. And I'm sure she knew it. I'm sure her team knew it. I'm sure Disney knew that, that they were going to receive yeah. backlash. Mm-hmm. Because in the cartoon, because mm-hmm. mermaids aren't real, in the cartoon, <laughs> Ariel is white mm-hmm. and now she'll be black. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you know, I know how white folk is. Um, but I was shocked. <laughs> this is when I was like, excuse me? <laughs> is to see people of my color say they didn't like it. As the good old Angela Rye says, all your skin folk ain't kin folk. folk. <laughs> and that's the truth because I'm like... First of all, this first of all, I do think she's great for the role. She has the energy. Yeah, her voice. She, she's very like the director said, she's youthful. She has this charm that you like I could already see and her. Her voice is very soft. Like when she's right. soft. So. And she has an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. And I know she can hit them notes <laughs> and sing them songs beautifully. And like I just see her, like I get it. Yeah. On, on, on top of the fact that she can act. Mm-hmm. She has the ability to act, but mm-hmm. I I get it. Seeing her her aesthetic naturally, mm-hmm. her singing voice, mm-hmm. I think she'll be great. Right. And the one thing I don't get is sometimes I feel like black people were wanting to, you know, we want to see ourselves, and then when we're there, mm-hmm. it's still an issue. Because mm-hmm. I heard one people was like, "Well, I don't want us to be remixed. I want our own movies." And it's like we can have both. Why? Thank you. Why are we limiting ourselves? <laughs> Why can't we have new movies? Why can't we have remakes? Yeah. Live action remakes. Yeah. White people do it. Yeah. 
Why do we why why do we have to have new films? Why can't we have in every possible way us mm-hmm. remakes, yeah. new, new movies, yeah. old movie music, film plays, whatever? Why can't we just be there? Right. Period. Right. Yeah. And then someone on my timeline who ugh, I can't unfriend because right. So yeah, I'm gonna say what? And I'm gonna just leave it at that. <laughs> said that she just felt like you know she just felt like you know she's used to seeing like a white area and she feel like once again like why can't we just get new movies like Mm -hmm. that's how she saw her as a child and it's like we didn't have a choice right and, and the thing is, at some point in time, we all wanted to be them little white princesses. Right. And even, like, for Halloween and stuff, y'all still dressed up as those white princesses. And how much more impactful so it could have been right. if one of those princesses would look like would look us. Like because let's be clear, when we got one, we were already grown. <laughs> right. It was like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. And I like that movie. Oh, yeah. But I was grown. Right. So I thought about how amazing for the impact of young girls going to movie theater and seeing a brown skinned girl yeah. be a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's one black one, one Native American one, one, one Asian, yeah. one Pacific Islander, and then like a dozen white ones. Mm-hmm. That's not even at all. Right. So, like, <laughs> sure. Live action, she's black. Get mm-hmm. over it. Right. And then for my other, my last point is, you can watch the cartoon if you. That, and the thing about it is, don't go see the movie. They're you gonna see it though. The racists will see it too. Oh yeah, because they still want to have more to say. Because they still want to have more to say. Guess what? That doesn't make Disney not do it. You literally are putting money in their pockets, mm-hmm. so you're not doing anything. That's right. not gonna stop them from doing things like that. So just cut it. I'm so just cut it. And then I also saw the argument of like stick to what it always was. I'm like clearly y'all never read the book, which a lot of people didn't. But the movie isn't even accurate in line with the original. What was originally written? Exactly. Like, it was a lot darker. Right. So I'm like y'all y'all don't even know what y'all talking about. Like so. And also we're adults. Calm down. <laughs> I'm gonna pull that card too. Calm down. Right. Calm down. Right. Like. Because I don't understand, like, how is this going to hurt your child? It doesn't. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, what you meant for? It doesn't. Yeah. This is the weirdest, it, it was weirdest feedback I've ever. Weird. It should have been, yay, that's amazing. And then people were, because she has lots, and so people were like, well, is Mermaid going to have lots, blah, blah, blah. Personally, I found that more realistic. I would love if she does, but they showed a picture of her on set, and she does not have, she has her own wig. It's like a... Deep red wig, which fine, and that's whatever. fine. But personally, I feel like lots are more realistic. You're under the sea. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe your hair is so detangled where <laughs> it's just flowing the entire time. Well, I mean, you know, part of the story is that she got the comb stuck in her hair or whatever, and they're like, that can't be done with lots. I'm like, whatever. It was just people. It's just... it's it's dumb. <laughs> like y'all realize Little Mermaid's name was not Ariel before Disney did the cartoon. Like and I two, want y'all to realize and that. every live version thus far has always been a little bit different than yeah. the cartoon. I mean, I just saw the trailer from Mulan, and I'm already. I didn't see it. <laughs> Well, Mulan was my favorite. I was princess. like, I love Mulan. Like, I, I remember gifts of Mulan quotes. I remember when I went to Disney World. That was the one I was most excited to meet. Like mm-hmm. Mulan was mine. I didn't mm-hmm. care about Cinderella. I was Mulan. I thought she was badass. Yeah, that's why I loved I her. I loved her. She wasn't yeah. waiting for no for no man to <laughs> save her. You feel me? 
That's the type of princesses <laughs> we need. Right. But anyway. So who's on the channel? They're choosing the live action Mulan. They're choosing to do. They're choosing to align it more with the original story. Okay. So it is not going to be pretty. I mean, the story, the idea of the story would be the same, mm-hmm. but like, ain't no Mushu. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, I, I was know, like, oh, that wow. Was, that okay. was a, okay. that was a okay. integral part of it. Um, I yeah. read, there ain't no Chang. What? What? I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. And like, pretty much like, them songs. The songs are gone too? They ain't really gonna be, they ain't gonna be a lot of them. So, is Not, it new music or no music? <laughs> I don't know yet. Huh, okay. That's something I'm not sure. In the trailer, ain't no music. In the trailer, it looks dark. It looks like... I mean, the original story was... I mean, a lot of these original stories was just dumb. I know, but I think because of the live action movies they've done thus far has been pretty similar to yeah. the animated version. Mm-hmm. This one will probably be the most different. I don't know what they'll do with The Little Mermaid. It doesn't seem like it'll be so radically different from yeah. the animated, yeah. but they've already come out with the Mulan. is like, that will be different. Okay. But apparently, when Mulan came out, a lot of um, Chinese, Chinese and other Asians felt offended by it. So oh, I think okay. that's part of the reason. Well, then, yeah. Um, I read I read it today that you know some of them felt they felt offended by Mushu and some of the other mm. things in the film. Okay. so that could be potentially why they're deciding to kind of well, align it more of the original um, yeah. story. Yeah. So maybe Disney of today is trying to be more responsible, which I can't be mad at. Yeah, folks, we still have the animated version, <laughs> so right, you can always watch that one. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Is that all for media? I, don't, I can't think of anything else that happened this week. Oh, last but not least, while we're on Disney, this is just a side comment. Y'all gonna stop shading Beyonce? Bruh, I saw a lot more shade than I expected. And I'm like, first of all... And I'm like, not a part of the Beehive, but I just didn't expect so much shade. Well, here's my thing, though. Because I was like, well, y'all know Beyonce can't act. She's only been in about a handful of movies right. anyway. With I don't think she's girls, ever. Fighting Temptation. And she did great. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Fighting Temptation. Well, that movie. Was a great film. <laughs> I, be- I believed it. I don't feel. Fighting Temptations was one of her best. <laughs> um, Dream Girls, I thought she did good. pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 did, I mean, for her role in her character, yeah. she played it. Uh, what's another movie? Obsessed. Uh, uh. Yeah. I don't feel like she had that big enough of a role. That's what I'm like. She, went, she, she only had about a couple scenes, but I just felt like. But I don't think I don't I don't think that was necessarily her acting. I just don't think the movie was that. <laughs> Personally, I, I agree. <laughs> and so I'm like, that movie was kind of corny yeah. anyway. I forgot she was in that. And then, I mean, I just I don't feel like, but I've never felt like Beyonce even said she was an actress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is an animated film. This is different. This is about her using she her voice. She literally just doing voice, yeah. And using inflections in her voice, yeah. which we know she can move her voice. <laughs> so, right. shut it. I mean, and yeah. Nala doesn't have a big role in Lion King anyway. Yeah. She's there. She's not the kid Nala. So, for right. majority of the film, you're going to have a little girl speaking. Mm-hmm. And then when they run a doll, she not, like, I just feel yeah, like. It's just a voiceover. I feel like y'all weird. doing the most. I, and I don't, I can't think of a time, it could be one, but I can't think of a time many people were upset about the person doing someone's voice. I think haters. <laughs> 
And I also think, guys, it's not the animated movie. Right. Like, we are so hell-bent. Mm-hmm. On the nostalgia. <sighs> On the, grow up! Enjoy it for what it is! <laughs> okay? I'm gonna see Mulan, and I'm gonna enjoy it for what it is. I'm definitely gonna see Mulan. Lion King, the rest, etc., etc. <laughs> enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. And realize that while they know the film will attract us, it ain't really for oh, us. Right. It's for our kids, mm-hmm. if you got them. <laughs> right. Some of us don't. Right. So, and we still gonna go see it. <laughs> we still gonna see that hoe. In the adult one, because I just can't stand to have children ruin it for me. Personally, that's where I draw the line. I will be at Santa Bistro. What's up? 21 and over. I will watch Lion King in Peace, Little Mermaid, Mulan. I hope they're all showing that. I, love I don't people. want no kids because the kids ruined Aladdin for me. They talk too much. Owens Mills, this is a real side note, and it's only for people that are local, but Owens Mills is about to have liquor. So I'm wondering how, if it's going to be like, you know how Towson has the top, yeah. the upper level. I wonder if they're going to do that with Owens Mills, but I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm watching y'all. I just, <laughs> I, I, I need people to keep it separate. I don't mm-hmm. want kids. They cry and ask questions. They laugh. It's not funny. Right. You know. But anyway, <laughs> that's really it. That's a side rant. Gotcha. Moving to TV. Yes. Euphoria. Yes. Now, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> because I read, like, Drake is a part of this and yeah. Taylor. And I was like, oh, okay. So, Grassy 2.0. I thought Degrassi, whatever it takes. You know what I mean? It's no, way more. Make it through. They making it through a whole lot. Stop. <laughs> this is no Degrassi. This is like Degrassi on drugs. <laughs> that like all of them are on, by the way. And I'm like, <laughs> what is this? The first episode, I think halfway through, I was like, this ain't the, I just kept going, this ain't the Degrassi, I know. let it go. Yeah, I, I let it go. I watched in sheer shock because, honestly, Sydney and I went to high school on a unicorn. I mean, compared to. Well, I, don't, I really don't think, I don't even think it's just us. I think our generation didn't experience growing up like this. But some have, though. Well, yeah, that's true. I think it's, um. Let's start. Let's just do the elephant in the room. <laughs> Part of it is a culture. <laughs> Some of that is not black majority high school functions. Right. Someone tell me. I mean, most of the people on the show are not black. So. I'm just saying. So my point of view is different. And right. if someone could tell me if they went to a high school that was mostly black people and they was acting like this, <laughs> I want to know what school. Come, come be a guest. I would just love to ask questions. So I think... Because times where, like, I've talked to, like, coworkers who are white and things mm-hmm. like that, they talked about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And even then, I was like, what? How you, what? What? So, we watched it because we watched three episodes back Yeah. Then. And honestly, after the first one, it we didn't necessarily enjoy it. Like, it was so just so, it was like, you wanted to know what was going to happen, but I couldn't say, like, I liked it. To be completely honest, after three episodes, I still don't say I like it. It's just more... I'm intrigued. Right, I want to know what's gonna going on. The acting is good. It's just very much so. They go through. It's just like Whoa. so intense. No <laughs> one's in, no one's studying. You have no idea they're in high in school. school, right? So like we watched the first episode. We like, do we want to keep watching? <laughs> we like partially. We like this wasn't enjoyable. It was just like it was. It was a lot. so much. It was so much. <laughs> it was just so much to digest. And like to me, this is not a show you binge. 
It's too much. I think I would prefer to binge it. I just need it. I want it all out the way. <laughs> it's too much. I feel like I can't think. I have so many questions. And so I can't say I enjoy it, but it's very intense. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, a lot of people had a lot to say about Zendaya's, Zendaya's role. And I understand because it's very different from anything we've seen yeah. her in. And she's doing phenomenal. She's doing amazing. The yeah. acting is very yeah. believable. You don't doubt it at all. Right. I think all of them do very well. <laughs> but this is a one twist in high school, baby. I mean, yeah. this is not what I experienced. <laughs> okay. First of all, like, even these house parties, I'm like, I know people have had high school experience like that, where you just be at these house, like, what? <laughs> drinking. Just drinking, smoke. <laughs> where you get this liquor? Where you, like. You just got crack, like. Molly, everything. I mean, and my mother, like, my, like, who is not at home that much where you can do all this and clean it up without nobody figuring it out? <laughs> or he just came home at, like, three in the morning and the father was like, Hey, did you have a good night? (laughs) Good night. What? That's not curfew? Did y'all got curfews? I did. Yeah. I I had a curfew. It was midnight. I think I think senior year after I turned eighteen, after I already knew what college I was going to, Mm -hmm. then I think my mother was more lenient. Mm -hmm. But that was like near the end. (laughs) Right. It was twelve. You need to be home 12. Yeah. And that was on the weekends. It wasn't no 12 a.m. on a school night. I, I feel like mine might have been 12 on school nights, too. Either no. 11 or 12. It was, for me, it was 12 on the weekends. Um, I think it was like 10 or 11 on a weeknight. But I worked, so it wasn't even like... I was, I was too tired to be I was tired. Home. I would come home, and I would have to do homework, and then mm-hmm. like go to bed. Yeah. So that's, maybe that's it, because we worked. Because none of these kids work. They got way too much That's why I don't know how they buying these drugs. Girl, I'm just, like, for real. Where, where are you getting the money? money? <laughs> that would have took my whole check. He said it was like $120. I, that was half my check. <laughs> okay. How can I buy Aeropostale shirts and half my check is yeah. being for Molly and cocaine? How can I afford Aeropostale and Red Lobster? In the movies. Bruh. I did that a lot in high they school. They not worried about the movies, clearly. Clearly. I, like, I'm, they getting liquor and uh, drugs. And they on Tinder. And, and this is and a, that's the thing that that's Generation Z. Because I'm like, <laughs> high school is in Tinder? Yeah. That, uh, nah. What happened to just Cause I finding think- somebody at the school or close by school? <laughs> what happened to that? A friend of your cousin. A like- friend of a friend. <laughs> You at the football game, you meet a boy from the other school, like right. that's it. At Tinder. Most, you would meet a stranger walking in the mall. Like at and most. You don't do that. <laughs> I mean, what happened to good old MySpace loving? <laughs> you feel me? Fans. What happened to AIM loving? I I Tinder was swiping you yeah, was swiping. I was just like, Woo, this a lot for high school. I just felt like I felt like when I'm a parent, I got to turn it And up. then I thought, ain't there an age restriction for Tinder? Aren't you supposed to be 18 and over? You lie. I mean, yes, but they you got reasonable cracking that up. You lie. <laughs> and I feel like this hit me. Because if this is Generation Z, my kid is going to be born in the next one. And who knows <laughs> what will be going on then. Right. And I just feel like I got to tighten it down. My children are not going to like me because... <laughs> I'm not doing none of that foolishness. Well, I'm never going out of town. Or I'm keeping cameras in my house. Locking the liquor cabinet. 
You cannot have like I gotta keep track of how many. I just gotta keep. I track. think I will raise our kids like us, whereas we won't think about that kind. Of Hopefully, because we really did it when we were teenagers. Like I would have never. I never. Shoot, I'm still scared to take a. Honestly, like, at 27, right? I am not interested in trying Molly cocaine, like none of that. Someone can sit in front of me, and I'm like, "What you doing?" <laughs> Put that away, brother. I don't do that. I don't want to be nowhere. Get that away from me. Like, I'm not the slightest curious or want to try it. Like, I was scared to drink until junior year of college. Not like, at all. <laughs> but I think we'll raise our kids similar to us in the being in the meaning that. We had innocent fun. Where we we, was we playing, were children. Water balloon fights. But the point is, we were children, yeah. and you should be. There's tons. You're more in the span of life. You're adult longer than you're a child. Yeah. Take advantage of the child. Right. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. They don't. And even for teenagers now, y'all don't get it. Adult life ain't what y'all think. Because <laughs> I know about. what you think. Because I thought it too. <laughs> Wait until the real world push that wig back. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> it is not. Wait till you really start making money and see how much taxes take out. You ain't gonna be laughing, man. Okay. 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 And when you get out the house, I don't know how you're gonna be able to afford Molly. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. All right. I feel like you're gonna only afford it if you sell it at that point. <laughs> For real. And you must have like thirty thousand roommates because I just, I mean, heck, I do my own nails now just to save forty bucks. So. Y'all tell me, like, how you afford that. <laughs> that was a wild show. Yeah. The one girl. But it's just, like, a good amount of them come from, like, wealthy households. So, that's probably how they have the money just be buying the stuff. I think it's, I do think it's it's interesting. I would be curious to, like, get just people who grew up in different cities, different types of school, and just have, like, a high school round table. I'm just curious to see, like. <laughs> Did y'all experience this? Y'all what had type friends of ex- in rehab? But just what type of experience did you... Because I know people's experiences are like that. Mm-hmm. And I also know people's experiences are like, ours. Oh, so I just yeah. wonder, like... I'm just curious as statistically, <laughs> who, what's the majority? Because <laughs> it could be us. But of course, like, that's what you're going to talk about more, not us when we weren't doing anything. We weren't, like, that's not fun. That's yeah. not risky. They they live wild. <laughs> Wherever they are, because I still don't know what state they're in. It's either California or Florida. I think it's Cali, but I want to say Florida because they look crazy. And no offense to anybody who's from Florida, but y'all know y'all state. (laughs) I'm going to Google it, but I feel like it's Florida. We'll come back to it. Anyway, that show is wild. But moving on, brief Bravo moment Housewives of Potomac. Mm -hmm. I've talked about Candace and Ashley, their beef. Candace at this point is getting to a place where, like, she, to me, doesn't want to really talk about her storyline, which is her relationship with her mother, which mm-hmm. is very toxic. And she's focusing on Ashley and her business. Mm-hmm. And it is messy. And you don't care. And you're not, like, she acts like she's so bothered by Ashley. Ashley's not doing anything to you. Right. So she comes out to kind of say, like, I mean, I still know this gigantic secret. What I told you before they heard her oh, husband. Yeah. Finally, that has come to light on this episode. Mm-hmm. And she said because of that, she feels like they're fake. And it's like, for the record, if he is attracted to men and wants to suck a man's dick, that doesn't mean he don't love his wife mm-hmm. and isn't attracted to his wife. 
Like, so I find that right. a childish thought of hers anyway. Right. That doesn't mean their marriage is fake. And it doesn't mean that them trying for a baby is fake. Right. All of that can be. He could like both. Right. I'm like, like, I don't even. That's yeah. one. Two, why does it matter so much to you whether or not you, be, like, why? You don't have to believe them that they're trying to have a baby. I think it's weird that this is an issue for you. It is in California. Okay, California. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird that it's an issue and she's causing so much drama. So basically, this episode was about. Candace had a kind of like a dinner party. Her husband is wanting to have a cookbook. And so he was like, invite the girls over and make some dishes and get mm-hmm. their feedback. Mm-hmm. So um, Robin and Giselle come over earlier. Um, Candace and Robin finally talk <laughs> about that moment because each of them separately felt like they heard it, but they never brought it up. So mm-hmm. they didn't know that they both did hear that. Right. So it was talking about that, whatever. <clears throat> so then the rest of the ladies came and it started pretty instantly. I don't even think they got to the main course before all hell broke loose. But basically, um, she brought it up and Ashley did a great clap back about Candace and her financial situation because we know the mother's paying like, technically she owns the house. Right. So she's paying half the mortgage. And so she said something like, well, um, be careful. You won't break the dish in your mother's house. Which uh-huh. is- an amazing clapback. Like, if I was in that position, that is the one thing I would talk about too. Because you're not going to keep coming to me, mm-hmm. talking about my marriage, saying I'm faking, wanting a child, and all this other stuff, and I don't get to talk about your mess, which right. is the fact that you're a grown woman living in your mother's house. Yeah. So, of course, she got crazy. She ended up getting up, acting like she was going to swing on Ashley. Mm-hmm. The, the night ended in a mess to be continued. Mm-hmm. So, this is my thoughts. Candace needs to get a life. <laughs> and she do need to be more focused on getting out of her mom's house. Because right. her mother uses that as an excuse, as an excuse to behave that way. Yeah. And the thing is, she would still behave that way, but it would be less impactful for you because she don't have as much control. Right. And then you can set those boundaries and just ultimately say, you know what? If you're not going to be respectful, you're not welcome in my home. Right. And you won't be welcome in my life. Because right. we don't have any of those strings mm-hmm. that she can dangle. Right. At the end of the day, though, y'all, you know what type of show you're on. You don't get to poke, 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 poke at other people and think no one's going to talk about the clear issue in your life right. as you're poking at everyone else's because she got into it with Monique as well. Mm-hmm. She just being messy. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be messy, be prepared to receive it back. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. So if you want to keep talking about my husband, I will talk about your mommy issues. <laughs> you talk about my husband. Mm-hmm. Game is game. When you stop, I'll stop. So, Candace, if you really want people to stop talking about it, stop being people's business. <laughs> and that's my problem. Okay. Um, this week on Married at First Sight, there were a couple of, like, you know, disagreements between the couples. Did Not they have the, sex yet? The virgin? No. Um, but it did come out that she only has not had, she. the way that she phrases it, phrases it is she's not had intercourse. And so, so clearly she's slobbing off. She's done other things. And had her kitty cat possibly. I, we don't know the specifics, but she's done other things. She's probably everything but. she was but. trying to keep that on a low speed. You know what? People. <laughs> and so because he was like, well, that's good to know. <laughs> because he's all he's been very, I don't want to say hands off because like they cuddle, they kiss. But he's been trying to, you know, not overstep any boundaries. Because he's he trying to be respectful right, of where he, she's at. And he, he thought she had never done anything. 
And so she's like, oh, yeah, I just haven't actually had intercourse. So he's like, oh, well, that's how we can work. He ain't say it like that, but that's, you know, with his thinking. <clears throat> and then some of the other couples, like the other black couple, <laughs> I so this is a couple, the woman has not been in a relationship for 10 years. She had one boyfriend in high school and the beginning of college and had not been in a relationship for 10 years. Um, and so she and then her now husband he was engaged two years ago so their experience with relationships are just very different and so they're only like i don't want to say beef but the issue that they're dealing with now is like she feels like he compliments her too much and he, she feels mm-hmm. oh, Lord. and she says she doesn't know what to do with the compliments like, say thank you <laughs> that's why you've been single oh my gosh <laughs> And so she asked him to stop complimenting as much. And then he so he went a day without compliments. She, she had an attitude. She was like, you ain't giving me no compliments. Today. This is why <laughs> she's been single and not in a relationship for 10 years. At a certain point in time, ladies, we need to really look inward. Right. To make to really be like, what am I doing? Because that's crazy. Right. So she had to articulate. She doesn't want him to stop. She just needs it to be a little less until she gets used to it. And then no, go back she to needs things. to do some unpacking. Call one of them therapists on hand that she got <laughs> and figure out why is it hard for her to receive love in this way? Mm-hmm. What's her inner problem? Because that's an inner problem. That's foolish. <laughs> that is foolish. Um, and then the couple with the basketball but he used to play basketball internationally they've been fine they had no issues they've been you know Can't perfectly me. good um and then the other white couple they've had a couple of spats but mostly i think it's because the wife she is just she is like an extreme daddy's girl like she i think she's 30 but like her dad was still doing her car registration and inspections for her. Like her dad, like literally, told her when she had to renew her license. Like he, so she's very dependent on him, right? And so now it's just like he he feels like there will be like he has to like bridge the gap because like so for example, her name is Elizabeth, um, but a lot of people would just call her Beth. Um, and so he and the husband intentionally calls her Elizabeth because the dad calls her Beth. And he's like, I don't want you to just transfer the dependency to me, but I do want to make daddy. sure. Right. But I do want to make sure that you're not now relying on your dad. Like basically you need to grow up and also learn how to, you know, have a relationship with me. And so it's just interesting because like their issues thus far have been like, they both have like a fear of abandonment. Um, but a lot of those come up when the wife is like being this little brat, basically. Like they played volleyball and then all the spouses went off to eat lunch. She went up to the room and just left him and didn't say where she was going. So he stayed down there and ate lunch. And then when he went up to the room, she was in there and she said, why would you eat lunch without me? He was like, you left the table. Like, what do you mean? She was like, well, we played volleyball and I was dirty. I had a shower. Like, she was just being... So then you articulate that. Let me tell you something. Right. Like, say where you going, girl. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, ladies, we gotta look inward. Because, like, they trash. But we gotta manage 
our trash parts. Right. Because that's crazy. Because she was like, she was like, how would you leave me and abandon me and eat without me? He was like, you realize you pretty much did the same thing first. Like, you left me. I didn't know where you went. Why do I just have to follow you like a puppy? <laughs> right. So, I mean, they got through that little disagreement. But I'm just like, this seemed like it, didn't, it wasn't that deep. And when you get up from the table and you leaving your spouse, say, I'm going to the room real quick because I want to shower because I got sand everywhere from playing volleyball. I'll be right Boom. back. Like, easy. That's an easy conversation. Like, don't just get up and walk away. That's weird. Maybe because we joke about being on it, but I feel like mm-hmm. I don't think we need to be. I know, like, <laughs> I know it's tough in these single streets sometimes, mm-hmm. but, like, literally... They sound problematic. Well, so that's what I was going to say. I think I'm coming to the realization that... Because I always used to think, oh, they just pick the best matches. I think I'm coming to the realization that they pick not only the best matches, but they pick the ones that have the most extreme things about them. Like having a virgin, having the one that hasn't been in a relationship. It's a reality TV show. It's a reality. And I think I like I saw behind the cape, like the, the, uh, the curtains... This season, just to like realize that, too like, normal. well, maybe that's why I didn't get picked because <laughs> I'm not, I don't got nothing extreme. <laughs> and like, me. if I was dealing with someone like that, I would be like, I feel like you need to unpack that, <laughs> right? He'd think I'm a therapist. I'd be like, that is something that is clearly something you're working with, mm-hmm. happy to be supportive, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna see what you're projecting, so I would be boring, I would right. be like blocking all of it, like, right. nope, right. nope. Because nope. even, like, with the basketball player, and I call them the basketball player couple because, like I said, the husband used to play basketball internationally, but the wife also played basketball. But they're, like, the wife is 5'2", and the husband is, like, 6'9". So, like, the height difference is crazy. But their, like, distinguishing factor was for the wife, when she was, like, 2 or 3, because she's a twin, their mom left them. It was, and so they were raised by their dad, but she left them... Um, because she decided to marry a woman, but she like completely abandoned them or whatever. And then like within the last three years, they have mended their relationship. But with the husband, his parents recently got divorced and he has not talked to his family since then, like in two to three years. So like at the wedding, um, his mother-in-law, cause I guess, and I'm like, I feel like they should have said something about this, but the MC was like, oh, now the groom will dance with his mom. And I'm like, his mom not there. Like, somebody could have told the MZ that before. It's she, reality TV. So I know. It's for but TV. But then the mother-in-law, she felt bad for him. And she was like, do you want to dance? And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Because that's not realistic. So, like, that's another thing why, frankly, I kind of stopped watching the show. Mm-hmm. As the show has continued, it has gotten more reality TV to me. Mm-hmm. In the first couple seasons, I felt like it was a little bit more, more authentic. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to do stuff to get it. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes it's hard to watch because, like... In the real world, your DJ, your MC always goes over stuff with you right. prior to the wedding. <laughs> right. They go over how you pr- pronounce things, yeah. the order of things. Yeah. So in the real world, that wouldn't have happened. Even if it was an arranged marriage, they would know your freaking mom is not there. In the real like, world, <laughs> that wouldn't have been an issue. Right. So that's TV. Right. So, but, so yeah, they all have their issues. But other than that, it's just carrying on. They're still on the honeymoon. I think they've been on the honeymoon for like three or four days. So it'll probably be like two more episodes of them on and, and then they'll they drag home. them out longer. The seasons to me are dragged out more. Do you think so? I do. Mm-hmm. Right. I do. Yeah, but that's all. Here your recap is 
Not for me. I feel like I'm watching it. I love that show. It's the highlight of my week. <laughs> and oh, quick update on Love After Lockup with the couple who the guy was in jail. He had a wife, but he didn't tell nobody. He had a girlfriend also. The girlfriend, while he went back to jail, started talking to his best friends. Do you talk about? I don't. When yeah, the last I, time you talked? I said I spoke about Love After Lockup like two weeks ago. Okay, <laughs> you gotta do a weekly on because then I won't remember. I remember. Married. I want to be engaged. Mm-hmm. So what happened again? The it's man. Just, it, there was a guy. He was married. Had a girlfriend. He what? Okay. So when he went to jail, he was married and had one daughter. Okay. He got out of jail last season. Okay. He went to stay with his wife and the daughter because he hadn't seen his daughter in however many years he'd been in jail. Okay. But while he's in jail, he got a girlfriend. Got the it. girlfriend did not know that he, he was had a married. wife. Right. Right. He knew she knew that like, he had a daughter and all that other stuff. And that's why she was understanding of him going to spend time with his daughter. Gotcha. However, when he went to spend time with the girlfriend, he missed his parole meeting and got locked back up for like eight more months. Okay. <clears throat> so this time while he was in jail she he owed the girlfriend money so his best friend met up with the girlfriend to give the money back that he and owed. now they're and they couldn't they didn't canoodle they texted a little bit and so then when he got out she felt like she had to tell him so he's like he's Upset. going off he's pissed and so it, episode, but he married <laughs> right <laughs> okay that's why i was like what <laughs> But he's married, yes. So mm-hmm. he felt like he was betrayed. And she even said, she was like, honestly, I just needed attention and some validation. And I got it from him. All I did, we texted a little bit. I sent pictures, but they were closed. And I just wanted to be honest with you. We got to, ladies, <laughs> we got to work on our problematic behavior. So he like hopped out the car. He was all pissed. And like the episode ends and he's calling his best friend like, you ain't never betrayed me when you was down. I helped your family out. When I was down, you helped my family out. And then you go behind my married. But he's married. <laughs> so what are you saying right now? So we'll see how the best friend reacts. And if that friendship can be mended. And if he's going to keep dating the girlfriend after this. I don't know. We're going to see. So you- oh, and the wife is now pregnant. Or just had their second child. <laughs> Make sure you're keeping up with this. I can't wait two weeks for an update. Because <laughs> okay. you got to explain it again. <laughs> I need. Okay. Hit me every week, babes. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay. All right. Um, our topic for today. Um. Uh, question of the week. Because <laughs> we did media and TV so long today. Well, we had a lot to say. Yeah, that's true. All right, hold on. I'm pulling up the question. All right, our question of the week was: When was the last time you yelled at someone? Um, and so Reese P said so long ago that I can't even remember. The Chatty Patty said 10, second, 10 seconds ago at my kids. Mimi Yaboa said about two weeks ago I was feeling extra sensitive and my lover wasn't giving me attention. I soon felt silly though. Africa Wilkins said today yelling is normal for me. Shrugs. And then Headshot1906 said LMFAO every day at my daughter. My hey game is too strong. So, Sinead, when was the last time you yelled at somebody? Honestly, mm, I don't know. I could tell you when I yelled about somebody, but okay. not at I mean, that's still yelling. Um, my coworker did something that was irritating, so I was on the phone with my other coworker talking yelling about Yelling about the other coworker. So I was yelling about him, but mm-hmm. I wasn't 
yelling at the last time I yelled at someone mm-hmm. I do not remember do you recall a time where I yelled at someone that you yelled at hmm typically I'm yelling about um <clears throat> yeah I can't think of a time that you yelled directly at the person that you were pissed at you right I've been doing pretty good <laughs> yeah I can't Mm-mm. I don't remember the last <laughs> time I've yelled at someone yeah I don't know Cause I don't really like when I'm venting. Cause that's what it is. I yell about someone. That's when I'm just getting it out. And mm-hmm. then typically, if I have to talk to the person afterwards, I'm calm. Cause I got all the, yeah. you know. And now I can just say what I need to say without yelling and mm-hmm. anything like that. So like I don't remember the last person I yelled at. Um, the last person I remember yelling at was at Tutti Frutti. Uh, <laughs> that man outside of Tutti. Wasn't that like a decade ago? <laughs> yes. I. That's the last time I remember yelling at somebody. I don't remember yelling at anyone outside of that. <laughs> okay. I don't. Do you recall? No, but the whole point is like the fact that like <laughs> that was like the last ten time? years ago. I don't, yeah. I don't know how you remember that. How could you not? Because <laughs> it was ten years ago. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure you yelled. You haven't yelled at. Past lovers? No. Okay. For what? For no. their heinous crimes against humanity, obviously. <laughs> no, but I don't... I'm just, you don't really yell. Yeah, I'm not a yeller. I don't yell at people anymore. <laughs> if anything, I'll text in all caps. That's a, yelling. With a speaker head. That's yelling. <laughs> but that's not physically yelling. That's yelling? So when's the last time you did that? She probably agreed me earlier today. I, all right. I do that all the time. So you yelling <laughs> digitally often. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I do that all the time. Because someone speaking cast to me, I would literally type back, lower your voice. <laughs> why are you yelling? I really do. I'm like, why are you yelling? But yeah, That's what that means. <laughs> but see, but if I'm doing it in group me, it's not usually directed at a person. It'd be like, say it again for the people in the back. Like, that's not yelling at somebody. <laughs> that's just saying something. That's weird. yelling at a group of people. <laughs> so it's still yelling. Moving on. I guess. I guess. I consider that digitally yelling. Oh my god. Caps is yelling. <laughs> it's aggressive. Like if you was at work and someone typed the email you all caps, would you be like, um I'd be like, slow your roll. Did your caps lock lock? Right. Did you realize that? <laughs> slow your roll, Debbie. Don't <laughs> yell at me. The same way you be at work, like, no, she's not doing that on caps. Because I'd be like, um, you better take them caps off and talk to me like a professional. Take them caps off. All right. Um, so, our topic for today is about lust versus love and how to tell the difference if we can spot the difference and what we understand the difference to be. So, Shanae, what do you think, like, at the most basic level is the difference between lust and love? I mean, lust is, like, physical attraction, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Sexual, chemistry, mm-hmm. feeling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like love, I feel like it's more, like, overall. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you love someone's being, who mm-hmm. they are as a person. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's more than just physical or sexual. Mm-hmm feelings towards someone right lust is just just what it is yeah i feel like lust is like you said about the physical and it's like 
I feel like it can be or what developed. you're attracted to. Yeah. Like, put it that way. Yeah, and it can be developed like for a lot of people quicker than love can be developed. For you mean a lot of people? For most people, I would say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much ninety-five percent of the population, <laughs> lust comes before love. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, cause well, I want I said it that way because I'm like some people do fall in love at first sight, but you know what else? That's the reason why I said it that way. <laughs> and that's for that two out of that five percent that's left. <laughs> All right, so we have an article and it gives us some of the signs of lust and then some of the signs of love, just to see how they're different. So, for example, one of the signs of lust is only focusing on a person's look. And body, so well, isn't that about hmm 80% of gender conversations I've had? Oh, I feel like, okay, yeah, that's why I'm not even on that one. <laughs> talking about you know, we talked about this before, they want a picture, mm-hmm. they just do you think one of the pictures about lust though? Oogling your physical self that don't have nothing to do with you as a person. That's lusty. They want to see you. <laughs> Even okay. though your eight pictures on there just don't quite seem enough. <laughs> they need more. Lust. So, question then. When it's an established relationship and they want pictures. Do you Girl, still you know think, I don't like that. I know you don't, but I'm asking, do you still think that's lust at that point? I think partly if it's like, I feel like. We're not like news. I'm not like, news. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's still attraction. I mean, mm-hmm. after the relationship is developed, I'm sure pictures, I'm sure stuff like that will have a deeper meaning. Right. Yeah. Ideally it would. Yeah. But like, you want to picture someone, you ain't seeing their soul. Okay. Let me look into y'all. <laughs> like, you're not doing it. You're seeing <laughs> their physical self. You like mm-hmm. looking at them, whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more lust than love to me. Mm-hmm. And that's not because lust is involved in a relationship. You, yeah. you should lust your person. Yeah, yeah. I but think. come on. Yeah. Spade is a spade. <laughs> All right. So then to counteract that, one of the first, um, signs of love is that you want to spend quality time together even if sex isn't involved. I would think so. I feel yeah. like when you genuinely mm-hmm. like someone and is into someone, you don't always need to be doing the horizontal tango. Right. You're happy like watching you a movie. Just, you could be You could just outside. go grab food and... Y'all can be... Ch- right. It don't have to result in sex all the time. And that's not saying that they're not physically attracted to you and not even saying that they didn't want it, but... It's more About the time spent. The relationship is more... I think it more to the person overall. Because yeah. I just feel like... I think sometimes, and I'm totally jaded, so I'll say this mm-hmm. in past experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm triggered. Um, I think sometimes people lead with lust so aggressively mm-hmm. that it's just off-putting. It's mm-hmm. like, even for me, I don't lead with that. That doesn't mean I don't want to be intimate. That doesn't mean I'm not attracted to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I don't want to hop on top. It doesn't mean that they don't make your faucet leaky. It doesn't mean that. Right. It's just like, I don't lead with that. And right. so sometimes it's just like, cool your bricks, homie. Like, <laughs> anybody like... Right. And so for people who... And I think there's a time and place to... And, right. And there's a time and place for it. Like, <laughs> relax. Yeah. yeah. So people who act like, oh my God, you know, I gotta do it. I can't. <laughs> uh, it's like so juvenile to mm-hmm. me. 
Get some self-control. Gosh. <laughs> um. So then another a sign of lust is that you're interested in having sex but not in having conversations. So it's like you just want to get straight to it. You don't want no talking before or after. Sometimes you don't even want to cuddle with the person after. But some people just don't like cuddling. Hey, so. As a <laughs> person... Because I know you don't like cuddling. <laughs> as a person who I'm not a huge cuddler... <laughs> Um, especially after anything, I personally don't want to cuddle. So I'm not the girl to be like, you don't even cuddle with me afterwards. Like, you will never, that dude will never hear that complaint from me. He might say it. He might say, why don't you ever want to, like, be laid up? You're just already, like, on your side of it. Because that is what I do. Um, for me, I'm hot. I know, that's, I know you guys don't care, but... Typically, I'm hot, and I don't need all that extra body heat, so let's cool off. I told somebody, I'm like, I just want to lay on you and stare at your face. Like, I don't want to do It's very similar to cuddling. I don't want to do that either. I mean, I must really love you. So you want to just... Yeah. No. Just want to stare at their face and be in their no. presence. No. No. <laughs> Be in your presence, yes. Just to stare at you, no. <laughs> no. Not me. Okay, and then to counteract that, a sign of love is that you get lost in conversation and you forget about how many hours has passed. I feel like both of us have experience. Like, you be on the phone, like, you in high school with your feet up on the wall. Well, you're just <laughs> walking around doing dumb stuff, right? What color are you like? <laughs> <laughs> Like, just dumb, like, yeah. literally just, like, doing anything. Yeah, and, like, you just don't realize. You're like, well, we've been on our phone for hours. Right. Like, or, we're like, when you have those, like, really great days, they're, like, seven hours, six yes. hours, where you're like, hmm, I totally thought I was going to ditch you five hours ago. <laughs> right. And yet we're here. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um... The next one for a sign of lust is you'd rather keep the relationship on a fantasy level and not discuss real true feelings. Hmm. So it's like you just want to stay in this unrealistic kind of world and not be like with... surface level. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Um, the opposite for signs of love is that you want to deal. You want to honestly listen to each other's feelings and make one another happy. So, yeah, and I feel like part of that too is like you're willing to make um, comp. You're willing to do compromise, like with that person, because you're taking their feelings into consideration. Mm-hmm. You know, with different decisions. Um, a sign of lust is you want to leave soon after sex rather than cuddling <laughs> or breakfast the next morning. Well, hey. I'm about to say I don't feel like you would miss the breakfast. I don't feel like. I was going to generalize. I don't feel like lusty people are turning down French toast. <laughs> right? I absolutely think they're spending the night. And I think some will cuddle with you. I mean, I that's think, true. I think sometimes today, what can confuse people is like, mm-hmm. lust are those things, but I think some people <laughs> who are interested in lust Still like the feeling still of that comes like that. And... Still like some of those love things, and mm-hmm. I think that sometimes that's what can be confusing for people, Absolutely. especially when you're in those bullshit situationships, because <laughs> right. that's what you're signing up for, honestly. <laughs> 
Because it's this thought of like, well, they're acting this way. You cooked breakfast for me. Right. Or they stayed, they spent the night. Mm. Don't get it twisted. They just, they, some of them could just literally just like having sex with you. Right. In a warm bed. <laughs> right. So, I think that's just something to keep in mind. Yeah, I agree. When you're dating. Especially if you're looking for something more. If lusty dealings is all you looking for, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter. But if you're wanting more, don't get caught up in. Just make sure their actions are <clears throat> matching their words. Their words, and yeah. make sure that everything is not just tied to some sort of sexual moment discussion. Because, mm-hmm. like, even for couples who are the most in love, and that's a, once again, you can have the most passionate sex life. Mm-hmm. You still talk about normal things. You still you still so, have dates where you go out and you don't necessarily have sex. That's after. what I'm saying. Like a great, hot, lusty relationship can be in genuine love relationships. Right, right. It's right. just the point of is point of that's not like I said that's not in the forefront. Now, do you think the opposite can also be true? Like you can be in very loving relationships where the lust doesn't exist. I think so. That's true. I mean, I think. Sexual sexual chemistry is a thing, mm-hmm. and I think that you can really vibe with someone and genuinely love them. But y'all, sex chemistry could be off. Like mm-hmm. it's it's tougher to get y'all group. Yeah. Um. Do I think you could? In some cases, you could probably get there. Yeah. Sometimes you can't. But I also That's know why that. I got sex therapy. But I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But I also know that a lot of times, even with some girlfriends who, you know, you talk about things. They are willing to articulate it, mm-hmm. and I think that sometimes is the root of people being unsatisfied in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one thing when you talk about it and you try and you still can't figure it out, then that's a decision. Right. But I think a lot of time, sometimes maybe your chemistry could be off, or it just don't. It's not the right fit. I yeah. think it's because you're not talking. Yeah. Like everyone likes different things, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes people go into sex. You do what you think will kind of work. Mm-hmm. You do what's kind of in the moment, but or you don't. You do what you've done with everybody, right? Else. Or you and do you what really your normal. You do your normal routine, yeah. period. So it just is like we all have our own. I feel like everyone has their own like sex routine. Their mm-hmm. like their their vibe, mm-hmm. and I feel like if you don't have the conversation, there's not really a guarantee like that it'll pan out. Sometimes right. it does, and it just mm-hmm. works. But sometimes you gotta be like, hey, I like you do that more. <laughs> Right. Like, and don't take it like a per- like. It's hard to say. Don't take it personally. But everyone likes different things. It's yeah. all the way articulated. Yeah. And I think I've said this before. Like, ladies, you gotta say it in the moment. Right. That really helps mm-hmm. them to keep their ego together. <laughs> like, you can't do it like after. Right. That was great. However, <laughs> next time, no, you gotta do it in the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They won't take it like she don't like it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a little tip. Gotcha. And guys, that too. In the moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier to, especially when you got your little sex voice. Everyone has one. Everyone has a little lust <laughs> voice. When you put it in a little, your little sexy voice, <laughs> it totally is a lot better mm-hmm. than like having some weird conversation before or after you guys do it. Because yeah. it's like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, the next one for a sign of love is that they motivate you to be a better person in all areas of life. I would agree with that. They encourage you. They motivate you. They offer help when they can, if they can. Um, I agree. I think those are signs of love. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then for this article, the last sign of lust is your lovers but not friends. Hmm. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I definitely feel like friendship should be a part of your relationship, developing mm-hmm. like a genuine friendship. But I don't want people to be I don't want I specifically for the ladies, I don't want you to be fooled by that because mm-hmm. I have seen and been in situations like, you know, I really wanna guys, I'm not saying all guys do this, but right. guys will do the whole, you know, really looking for a friend, I wanna build and that turns into situationships. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way for them to kind of back and out of commitment. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, I'm about building. And so the thing is like, when if you know you don't want that type of thing mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. make sure you point out what is friend and what is not. Like, I don't have sex with my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't talk like that with my friends. <laughs> if they really want to do that route, yeah. I find that sometimes I've seen guys do that as a way to kind of get the girl easy to like get her get her like to go along with something that she didn't necessarily want right because we're building you know we're building and then <laughs> while y'all quote-unquote building you're already like in a full-blown thing and you're not really in a thing which right. means there's no accountability there frankly. right right and then you could do anyone could do whatever mm-hmm. and there's no way you can have accountability because mm-hmm. there's no like real agreement right and i feel like sometimes the friendship thing is used like i want to build with you yeah then let's build Build yeah. don't mean I'm hopping on every night. You're at my house every night. That ain't building, bro. That means that we're getting to know each other as friends. That means we're getting to know each other, yeah. which means no, I'm not sending you nudes. <laughs> no, you don't ask me what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. No, you ain't doing us dirty. You know what I mean? No, you ain't banging me out. Mm-hmm. No. Actually, we, do you do you watch um, Grownish? Mm-hmm. Because that's what happened this week on Grownish. Like they realized. <laughs> That well, one thought they was basically in a relationship. She got played, sweetie. That's an amazing example. What is her name? Why can't I think of so you the think character's she got name? I don't think she got played. I just think it wasn't clear on what they was doing. She assumed, and you don't assume. Right, right. And the reason I say she got then, played because I felt like that before, where you. Dang near go through a breakup, and it wasn't a relationship, so it wasn't nothing to break up. (laughs) I say she got played because she assumed, and Mm -hmm. I feel like when you assume, you play yourself. Okay, okay. And because the thing about it is, and the reason, the reason she also played herself is because think about the fact that when at first when they were first sneaking around, Mm -hmm. she was already already really concerned with her friendship. Yeah, and they didn't have those conversations Mm because if you risk. Risk, uh, risking your risking best friend, risking your friendship with someone because mm-hmm. you're concerned that she would. Then we are gonna have the conversation of what are we doing? Yeah, because I'm not gonna waste my time. Because I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to have my friendship implode, which it did. Yeah. Um, just for to turn around and say, what are we doing? Because right. at the end of the day, they did start kind of just casually. They were hooking up mm-hmm. when she started to get feelings. She should have said something immediately yeah. because. At the end of the day, I felt his speech was a cop out. I mean, mm-hmm. he's totally an f boy. Um, but I felt that daddy was pony too. I mean, he's totally. <laughs> f- I mean, I watched that. And was like, ah! 
Okay, <laughs> I watched that. It was like, mm. but I really another one bites the dust. And people get in these situations, and like I said, I have been through it. You feel like you're going through a breakup, but there was never an established relationship. But you always had those feelings, and there may have been some misleading actions going on amongst you two that felt like y'all was going towards a relationship. Because, but the thing is, is and that's why I would say like. You have to check in. Yeah. You cannot just go by actions because, yeah. and that's why I said, be careful with the whole when certain when people say, "Oh, I want to be your friend. Let's build." You have to check in because mm-hmm. what everyone defines everything so differently these days. Yeah. And so y'all hanging out every day. He over your house, dorm, apartment. They yeah. sleep together every night. I totally why I get why you think that's this, mm-hmm. but you never said anything. Right. And that's and why you, you gotta check in assume. not only with the partner, but check in with yourself. yourself. Am <laughs> I cool? Is this still casual for me? Right. Is this still cool and for me? And be honest with the person if he when you find out y'all thinking. not in the same page. If he's hooking up with other women, am mm-hmm. I upset? Does that bother me? Right. Then it's time to have a conversation. Right. And see, she had a conversation and her feelings were already up in it. So mm-hmm. then she felt hurt mm-hmm. like it was a breakup. That yeah. was a situation ship. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't do that. Yeah. Been there, done that. Um, and so another sign of love is that you want to meet um their family and friends because you want to know more about them. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Personally, though, I'm feeling like on first dates, I want your mama to date so I can ask her questions. Because <laughs> I, I, parents, because sometimes. I find myself saying, who raised you? And so mm-hmm. now it's like, let's get to the source before I really get to know you. Let mm-hmm. me talk, chat with your parents mm-hmm. and with you. And then let's assess if I want to move forward. So mm-hmm. I, I want to meet them up front. Because mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, what type of food are you? Right. You know? Okay. Um, another article, just it gives a bunch of differences in between lust and love. A lot of them we talked about, but one of them I wanted to speak about because I don't necessarily agree with this is that you can't stop thinking and talking about them. I feel like that can happen for lust and love. Like, you could just be talking about them and thinking about them in either situation. I get what you're saying, but I do... I'm going to use you as an example. Mm-hmm. I know you really like someone because mm-hmm. you always talk about them. Mm-hmm. In every type of situation, the person will come up. Mm-hmm. That's how I know you like someone. <clears throat> Typically, you deny it, but I know you, so I know you actually like them. And right. Then when you're ready to announce it, I'm like, oh, great, yeah. Like, I <laughs> but I kind of do think that because, like, if you just smashing them, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of you just saying, like, the sex is good, I don't feel like it's on the same level when you like a person. Because when you like a person... You're talking about them in every possible way you can. Mm-hmm. Like, you're eating pizza. Oh, me and Marcus got pizza. I don't know who Marcus is, by the way. Just, it's a random name. So, no one gets mad. I was like, I think I know one person named Marcus and one was going to be like that. <laughs> well, I just, it just popped in my head. Right. Like, oh, you know, we, me and Marcus had pizza the other day. Do you know like pineapple? <laughs> yeah. I'm watching it. Oh, yeah, I just got Marcus watching for you. Like, you bring, like it's like a, a thing of like, right. you try to bring them in in every sp- space mm-hmm. because you like really like the person you're developing feelings but mm-hmm. I feel like with lust is not on the same level mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with it I think it's different I mean if you could have a just a sexual relationship and still talk about them with people but like mm-hmm. it ain't much to talk about because you just ban them and honestly as an adult 
who's not banging somebody at some point in time. I don't really need to hear it. I mean, like, okay, like, I get it. Y'all having sex. Like, okay, I see that perspective. I mean, that's how I take it. I just mm-hmm. know, like, and it's for me, like, if I really like someone, I talk about them more, too. Mm-hmm. You you just naturally bring them up because, oh, it sucks. You just like them. Yeah. And I feel like when it's just sex, it's just not, I don't know, I, I see what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another one I thought was interesting is that they said love increases with time, whereas lust decreases with time. I guess I would see that. Because, mm-hmm. look, a hole is a hole. And a song is a song. And I think at a certain point, I do think things change, even for the most lusty of human beings. Mm-hmm. Where I think you desire more substance. Now, that doesn't mean you want to be married or be in a monogamous relationship. I just think at a certain point, um, and that can be different times for different people. Mm -hmm. But I do think at a certain point, I think people do desire more than that. Yeah. And I think people who are against it typically have been hurt Mm -hmm. or they have... Mm-hmm. Baggage they haven't dealt with. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that everyone's like, I don't, I don't want that. I believe yeah. everyone wants some level of companionship. I, was say, I think yeah. it, 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 you know, what the goal of that companionship could be different, whether boyfriend, even situationship, whatever. Yeah. I just believe everyone wants more than just sex. Yeah, I think it's human nature to, to want, want connection. connection. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So I think when you just chasing tail I think a time will come and that's a different time for everyone that could be now that could be 35 57 I think a time will come in everyone's life where you're wanting companionship Mm -hmm. as well and that's not even to say once you want that that that'll be where you stay it doesn't it doesn't it just I just think at a certain point you want more than that you Mm -hmm. want the hot sex Mm -hmm. but you want a good conversation and a laugh too. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. And so when people are like, I don't need nobody on, it's like, you hurt. You <laughs> haven't dealt with the hurt. Because mm-hmm. we're human beings. It's natural. I mean, it's just a natural thing. Yeah. And that's for all species, FYI. Right. It's a natural thing to want to be connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is that lust is just about you, whereas love is about them. Huh, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> I think that's the wisest thing I've heard all night. For real. Because, like, less is about your pleasure, what you like to see, what mm-hmm. the feeling you want to get. Mm-hmm. And love involves that, but it's when you... I know in the times... I know when I was genuinely in love with someone, I wanted him to be happy. I yes, wanted... that's what it says, yeah. I wanted the best for him. And I you wanted, want that regardless if you're not involved. I wanted him to have the best life and the mm-hmm. best value. Mm-hmm. But I know I genuinely loved him. Right. And it's like, you love them so much that you want them to be happy. Do you want them, that to be with you? Absolutely. But if it's not with you and if they're happy and successful and, you know, whatever, then you're happy for them. Are you going to be hurt for a minute? Of course. But you're going to be happy for them at the end of the day. I didn't say all that, but okay. <laughs> Well, that's what it is for me. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I don't have I don't have beef where I wish ill will of anyone. So yeah. I, I get that. That was a little bit too much. 
you know, I ain't say all that. I just said when I loved him, mm-hmm. that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. But okay. <laughs> but I mean, even after <sighs> you still want, you still wish the well for them. Do I? The yes. All right. <laughs> I'm like, we not doing this. I know y'all playing. I really do. I. I don't have no beef with nobody <laughs> that I've been with, dating, whatever. There, there, there's no hard feeling. Because I always feel like it's either like you want the best for them because you still care for them, even though y'all not together. And then the other part of it is you don't want the bad, you don't want anything bad for them because you don't care enough to want something right. bad. And I and I've said this to you. I have not like had thirty thousand boyfriends. I was mm-hmm. so it's not like that many people. <laughs> right. It's really not. But. <laughs> Don't wish nobody no harm. Yeah. And I want to do well. And I'm also, I guess, lucky that I have not had crazy endings. Right. And I think there's a privilege for me in that way. Because yeah. I know everyone's in relationships we're not in a peaceful place where you feel like, you'd be like, oh, I want the best for you. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it takes time before you can get to that place to be like, I want the best for you. Like, that's not the first feeling that you felt for months well, yeah, that's before true. you got to a place of like, I don't wish you no harm. I just don't want to be around That's why I said it's like you, you get to the point where you just, it's either you wish them well because you care or that you just don't right, care right, enough. Right. Like, so, so I feel like when it ends bad, you get to the point where you just don't care enough. Right. You, it's like, you, you know, whatever. whatever. Karma will get it when karma get them. <laughs> whatever. It ain't on me. I don't need to see karma get It's em. above me now. It, it's above Exactly. <laughs> so that was just our thoughts on lust versus love. Let us know if y'all think of any other differences that y'all can spot, or if y'all disagree with some of the differences that we thought exist um, between lust and love. Um, always pay attention to our Instagram for our question of the week and other content that we post throughout the week. Um, also, if you have any topic suggestions, questions, anonymous stories, etc., you can email us goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.